listening to CodesCast, a podcast from the Center for Oral History and Digital Storytelling at Concordia University. Vous écoutez CodesCast, un podcast du Centre d'Histoire orale et de récits numérisés à l'Université Concordia. I'm your host, Sadie, and for this episode, I talk to multidisciplinary artist Sharzad Arshadi. Hello. Hi. Thank oh. you for coming and talk to me. It's a pleasure. Thank you for asking me. Uh, the first thing is, can you please introduce yourself? Sure. My name is Shahzad Arshadi. I'm a multidisciplinary artist, Montrealer, and originally from Iran, but living here for a very long time. <laughs> Montreal is a home now. And uh, what else do I tell you? I don't know. I am grandmother. <laughs> I'm mother. I have two beautiful grandchildren. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, that's it. Great. And um, can you tell me a little bit about your work? Sure. I am trained as a photographer, but I do uh, documentary film. I do sound uh, as well, sound, uh, I don't know, sound performance, and I do performance as well. Different, different, different uh, medium I touch, whatever feels like to say, to to allow me to, to say what I wanted to say. I, I don't restrict myself to one medium. I love photography also very much, but at the same time, I love so much sound without any image. And I think sound allow us to think better, to feel uh, what really is that person or what, what I really want to share. And so uh, you're an affiliate of the Center for Oral History, mm -hmm. and I'm wondering how oral history or storytelling methodology is integrated into your work. Mm, it's very important part of my, my work, actually, storytelling. I grew up uh, with a father that he taught me about my country's history through storytelling. Uh, everything I learned about my country, I couldn't read in any history book. He taught me, or us, our, my brothers and sister, what really was happening in our country or what happened during his his youth. And then <clears throat> for that, uh, I learned storytelling is much more important than anything else for me. And through, through storytelling, we can connect to each other. We can understand better each other. Of course, I don't, I don't just uh, uh, don't put aside completely the history book. But I, I, for me, it's a story is more important than anything else. Storytelling and and oral history. That's why it's uh, it's I I. I couldn't give a name before until I, <laughs> I guess I got in touch with Oral History Center at Concordia and uh, through Life Story Project. And for that, uh, maybe now I have a name, but before I was telling, okay, this is my life, this is my story, or people's story, my friend's story. And through that, yes, I think it's very, very important. And I, I don't think I'm gonna, I do. Even photography for me is part of oral history. Uh, it's uh, of course I take pictures, but uh, before taking pictures, they connect to people. There is there is a connection between us that before, and and for that I think it's uh, um, it's I feel it's 
makes big difference for me to just take a picture or know about the, what what is it there and take pictures. Hmm. That's really cool. Thank you. <laughs> uh, are you working on anything right now? Yes, yes. I'm working, trying to finish a documentary uh, about Kurdish uh, fighters, female fighters. And at the same time, I am working on a project, podcast project, with a very nice young woman, <laughs> Nassim. And she we, uh, and the project is I I I I'm very active in politics politics I'm not politician but uh, social justice activism is important for me, and uh, I know many people since my life in Montreal many people from many different backgrounds and and they are all involved in social justice activism and I think their story is missing from everything we are doing. And I decided to gather their story. I'm interviewing them uh, with, through the beginning of their life until when the time they want to share and their story uh, and uh, why they are involved in the social justice activism, what are they involved in, and what the organization, they are, they, their story, their uh, activism through their life story. And, uh, and I gather many stories Till now, it's, it's it's a real blessing to to listen to people's life story and how they are generously allowing you, allowing me to record everything. It's incredible. <laughs> it sounds really interesting. <laughs> yeah, thank you. And it's called the Life Stories Quilt Project. Yes. Why quilt? Oh, because I guess again. Mothers, grandmothers, women, they just take p- different pieces and make this beautiful blanket to make everybody warm, I guess. These uh, stories are like this. Each and every wa- piece of these uh, stories make this bigger uh, blanket for all of us to warm us up in this country that's, and uh, to allow us. We are, not, uh, we, are, we are all very different from each other, like every piece of quilt that people are putting it together. But at the same time, we are all, we are all same. We are all human beings, and, and for that, we more, more than ever, I feel, we have to learn about each other. And maybe the world be, can become kinder. It's, it's not kind now. It bothers me very much these days. And we need we need to learn about each other more, and to understand each other better, and then maybe maybe less war is gonna happen. That's beautiful. Like, um, I love quilting, so I oh. love that name. Oh, nice! <laughs> <laughs> I, I I never maybe I have to start doing it. But I I I I ask whoever I interview, I ask them to give me a piece of uh, uh, fabric. Ah, you have to make a quilt. I have to make a quilt. I, I'm going to ask you. Yeah. <laughs> Quilting is awesome. Yes. So <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, the next thing I'm wondering about is challenges you've encountered, mm-hmm. especially in sharing stories with people or having stories being shared with you. Challenges. Uh, some... some uh, First, first challenge is all this new new stuff. Technic, tec- technically, is happening, and I have to learn mm-hmm. <laughs> because most of the time I don't have money to hire people. 
I have to do it, uh, almost everything I have to do it on my own. And uh, that's, uh, that's a challenge, but it's, uh, it's not a challenge that's going to stop me, it's, it's, but it's a challenge. But uh, listening to stories, sometimes there are some, some parts that are very shocking that I, for me, I don't know what's next. What, what do I ask now? What do I do? For example, I had, uh, I had an interview with a very good friend. She's fantastic. And, and in one point, uh, uh, she was telling me about uh, her youth and most of the time coming from, from uh, Vancouver to Montreal, and she was hitchhiking. And for me, it was so interesting. Oh, hitchhiking! I was uh, uh, most of the time I was seeing in these Hollywood movies where people do hitchhiking. I never did in my life. I don't know. And and for me, it was so interesting. And I was she she told me lots of stories. Yes, I, a few times I came. Blah, blah, blah. And then I told her in one point, okay, tell me one of the memories you have from hitchhiking. I had no idea. I, I for me, this was I was asking to tell me a, a very funny and a nice uh, story uh, memory and but uh, she told she shared the story of rape and i was i didn't know what to ask next i was in a shock i was not prepared for that shock of course she was she's fantastic she's so brave she's amazing amazing and she and she continues. She she starts, and she actually she helped me to <laughs> to fill my to take myself up and 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 continue the interview. But yes, these are the challenges. Maybe we are not prepared for mm-hmm. because we have our these things in our mind or or this framework with maybe certain things. Uh, is but but it's crazy. This uh, in past uh, in these interviews that I had. I, um, I two women. I don't know. Maybe two women. They they shared their r- stories that they've been raped and and uh, and we ju- and this is another thing that's how how much how much how much we don't know about each other and how we have to be caring about each other because we don't know what was. What happened to us, and what what the story? But but I can't. I think it's brave. For me, it was so brave that they, they she shared like this, and she's 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 so brave. She's a fantastic. You're gonna hear her story, and uh, <laughs> I look forward to it. <laughs> so you're an artist. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> and all of your work is mixing, like storytelling and creative work, and I'm wondering if you can tell me a little bit about how you think about this mix or um, why you think it's important? Mix? I, I think the mix just, just they find me. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, it's, it happens. I don't know really. Uh, for example, I did a, I did a project on, uh, on, um, called Forbidden Voices. It's about uh, Iranian female singers because after the revolution, Islamic uh, revolution in Iran, uh, they forbid women from singing. And uh, and they have no radio, TV in the past 40 years. 
they could never sing in public uh, and if they do it's only for female and for that never in TV or radio do you can hear any female's voice and 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 but I grow up with all these singers these pop singers they're they're all good-looking fancy-looking women that uh, but uh, and they are not there anymore I in one point I wanted to do a do, do a project about them uh, which is uh, still there but it's not finished but I did actually perform uh, last year at my for two nights and it it came that I the same thing I am mixed of the sound they're they're, they're, they're uh, singing uh, mixed of the sound from the, my country and and also my narration then uh, and uh, and that that was the only that was the only way I could tell that this story story of this because they're absent and I I should show I should uh, present their absence somehow and for me it was the stage was empty and I was behind the stage and I was they were hearing all this noise their their uh, sound music and um, singing and my narration and but at the end I with my other friend we we came at the end and I came and I I, I sang on the stage <laughs> I I I perform one of the song the old songs and and I don't know it just came because I they I had no other way to present uh they they are not there anymore we can't hear them anymore of course they're there it's on internet stuff now you can find anything but uh, really in the society they don't exist how do i show this absent unless that the stage is empty and they are not there then then yeah Thank you. 
Codescast was produced by me, Sadie Couture, and Maeva Thibault. Original idea by Marie-Anne Gagnon, supervised by Stéphane Martelli. Original music for Codescast was composed by Jacob Lassard.